Hello, this is Collective Noun Radio. For a high quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Yes, welcome to the Collective Noun podcast, the uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning edition of the show, Zach. And i got to say, there is a chance that someone out there is listening to this on the brand new iPhone just been announced. Is there? Well, I mean, I mean, it's not on sale yet, but someone who works for Apple might have their hands on a prototype. But there's a very, very small chance. There's a very small chance, but you know what? It's a fighting chance nonetheless. If you're listening on the new iPhone 7, please mm. leave a review letting us know. Yes. Because we need to know about that. And look, if you are listening to this on the brand new iPhone, what a podcast you've chosen to be the first podcast listened to on the world's newest phone. A little later on, Zach, I ended up in a liquor store making an absolute fool of myself. I'll show that shortly. Plus, I have been accidentally vandalising something at work, <laughs> and I'm afraid I'll get in trouble. This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Now, Zach, you, um, you probably know I'm not a big drinker. Uh, in terms of alcohol. No. Uh, milk, I'm a massive drinker, but the alcohol, not so much. Is there a milky alcohol that may take your fancy? <laughs> I've a had Bailey's? S- I've, had, I've had some Bailey's, I've had some milky uh, cocktails, but you don't want to compromise the pure taste of full cream. <laughs> also, I mean, you don't really want to order a milky cocktail either, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Uh, here's the thing, though, is I went to buy alcohol today, a carton of beer for someone as a bit of a gift. Oh, jeez. The <laughs> sentence, I went to buy alcohol... <laughs> <laughs> it really highlights that you don't do it often. <laughs> well, I went into one of those big liquor stores, right, uh, to buy a carton of beer for someone as a gift. Yeah. Now, I didn't really know what I was getting. I was the wrong person to send on this particular trip. Yeah. So I walk in and say to the person at the front counter, she's like, what do you want? And I said, I'm here to buy a carton of beer. <laughs> she looks at me and says, you're going to need to be more specific. And I said, good beer. <laughs> oh, right. Because a lot of people come in wanting the bad beer. <laughs> Mate, thanks for clearing that up. Well, so she drives, she walks up to the beer section with me and goes through the various beer options and like the, the different tastes. So, you know, what, what ones, I can't really remember a lot of what yeah, she said, sure. but the different options all are there. And even then, I'm, I have no idea what I'm asking for. Okay. I mean, what do you want out of a beer? Well, it depends who you're buying for, I guess. I don't know what they like in alcohol. I literally was sent to buy their favourite beer. I don't know what that is. Well, then I would suggest you do the same thing as what you do when you're trying to impress someone on a date when you're ordering the expensive wine. Just go for an expensive one. The most expensive one. Yeah. Or one that, like, (laughs) looks interesting. So then you can pass it off. Okay. I'll tell you a story of how I captured this once. Yes. Um, I went to a CD store and they had just, like, a pile of, like, CDs for 50 cents. Mm. Never heard of them. I got a whole lot of them, gave them to my friend for Christmas and said that I had handpicked these <laughs> as like bands that I thought that he would really like. Because well, the thing is, then if, if they don't like it, they're just like, oh, well, it's Zach's taste. Exactly. So, and they, they, they think that you went to effort. So what you just, you, need, you just needed to go for the weirdest one. Well, I did pick an obscure one. And yeah. now I'm thinking I can use that exact thing to say, yeah. this has been a personal favorite of mine yeah, for exactly. years. <laughs> this is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Zach, we're starting a brand new game here mm. to test how well everyone knows Brisbane. Collective nouns, guess your address. This is exciting, Zach. I love the music. I'm excited. I think the music might be from Home Alone. <laughs> I think it might be as well. Basically, the way this works, if you are on your way home from anywhere right now, you're just on the drive home, 131060, we need you to call to be our participants. What the information we'll need from you is yes. how far away you are in time. So mm. let's say I'm 10 minutes away from home. Yep. I'm currently on this road and I'm heading in... X direction. Exactly. So, for example, I could say I'm on the Riverside Expressway heading south five minutes from home. And then we have to guess what suburb you live in. It's amazing. Basically, 
It's if you know Brisbane or not. So I reckon in that scenario, I'd guess Green Slopes. And I think it'd be pretty close. Let's see how well we know Brisbane. We're starting with Barbara on the line. Barbara, the first question, how many minutes are you away from home? Um, Ten minutes, I would say. Ten, Ten minutes. minutes. Okay, and what's the road? Um, It was the Bruce Highway. Okay, the Bruce that's Highway. Good. That's what, good. what area of the Bruce Highway, Barbara? What were you near? Gary Station. Okay, okay. And, Gary. In which direction are you heading? Um, I was heading towards Morrifield Shopping Centre, I would say. So you're heading north? Uh, yes, moment. I was heading north. More or okay. less. Okay. okay. All right. She said Morrowfield Shopping Centre. Is that a clue? I mean, that might make it too easy. Is it... So she's around Burpengary and yes. 10 minutes north from Burpengary <laughs> on the Bruce Highway. Well, Zach, you're our north side expert. I'm the south side expert here. This one's in your court. It's hard. You know what I'm going to go with? <laughs> yes. And, oh, no, I think that's south. I was going to go Kalenga-esque. Okay. Well, should but we just... I think that's further south. No, Burpengary's further north. Okay. Uh, more... <laughs> should we say Morrowfield? Let's go. Barbara, are you... do you live in Morrowfield? Uh, yeah. Yeah, come on! I mean, Barbara kind of gave us a big hint, and <laughs> we thank you for that. Don't say the, the suburb of the place or, like, the shopping centre in future, maybe. Uh, well, we want to win. We do want to win. So First one down. We'll move to Helen now. Uh, Helen, how many minutes are you away from home? Um, Probably five. Okay. Five. Okay, and what's the road you're, you're on at the moment? Bridgman Road. Okay, that's okay. another north side one. Do you know that one, Dom? Uh, I know that area somewhat well. And uh, how many, uh, sorry, not how many minutes, uh, what direction are you heading, Helen? I'm heading north. North? Okay, heading north. Okay. So around there, you've got Albany Creek, it could be. It could be. Uh, could it be Bridgman Downs, that so she's on Bridgman Road. Mm. Um, this is again in your court, It could court, be like Zach. Aspley. It could be. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Aspley. Aspley. Helen, is it Aspley? No. Oh, no, Helen. Um, what was it? Bald Hills. Bald okay. Hills. Okay, no, that's that, that makes sense. All right, Helen, well, thanks for playing. We've also got Laura on the line. This Laura. is the decider, Dom. This is it, Laura. How many minutes are you from home? Uh, about 30 minutes. 30, 30 minutes. minutes. It's a long one. Okay, and uh, Laura, what road are you currently on? I'm on the inner city bypass. Oh, excellent. Interesting. Okay, uh, what direction are you heading, towards the city or away? Um, towards the city, so heading south. Heading south on the inner city bypass, 30 minutes from home. Oh, that's... Well, this is you, Dom. This, <laughs> this is you. It is me, but this is an enormous long shot. It's going, to be, it's going to be further south than like your Wishart area, I think, because I yes. think that's about 15 minutes from the city. Uh, can I ask, Laura, and I'm not sure if I'm allowed to ask this, Zach, will you at some <laughs> stage be getting on the Pacific Motorway? I will. You okay, will so be. we're thinking about probably 20 minutes down the highway. I'm thinking just down past Logan at this stage. In fact, I'm going <clears> to... <throat> I'm going to have to take a punt here and say Bean Lee, Laura? Oh, not that far down the Pacific. Oh, yeah, that's a long way. That is too far. I've I've overshot there. Sorry, Laura. What's the (laughs) suburb? Algester. Algester. Oh, come on, Dom. That's your neck of the woods. Oh, my cousins grew up in Algester. I should have known that one. Uh, one out of three, and Barbara told us that one. So, <laughs> not a great result. Look, the game needs some work, but uh, look, an okay start for guess your address. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit One Hundred Five. Now, Dom, I might have done some accidental vandalism. <laughs> And I'm not sure if I'm going to get in trouble for Ac- it. Accidental vandalism? Is that a thing? Incidental. Incidental. Uh, so I have a long history of having cars that don't work really well. Mm. Or what I'll do is if things go wrong, I adapt <laughs> before I need to fix them. We've chatted about this before that often when things are wrong with your car, you don't take it to a mechanic. What no. you'll do is you'll just adapt your driving style. <laughs> uh, yes, that's one thing I've done. <laughs> uh, there was a time where there was grass growing in the passenger seat foothold. <laughs> Have I told you about that one? What? Is that 
possible? Yeah, I can't really figure out what happened, but there was a leak, so water would get into the carpet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think someone must have had, like, seeds on their shoes. <laughs> and sunlight came in through the windows. Yeah, it was like carbon emissions scheme. <laughs> Your car is a scientific miracle. Right, so That's lately incredible. what's been happening and what I've been getting in trouble for in my circles yes. is my car has an oil link. Okay. And so, like, when I go to my mother-in-law's, like, she doesn't like it on the driveway, obviously, because it leaves, like, a big oil mark. And <laughs> How long do you have to be parked somewhere for an oil leak? Uh, well, this is where I get to my problem. Right. So, it's creating problems in my life a little bit. And then I came into the station here tonight, and I started to notice in the car parks, there was the exact same oil mark <laughs> on a couple of car parks. <laughs> right. And they were the car parks I always park in. Right, Okay. And so I was like, I don't know if this would become a problem now because there's no oil leaks in any other parks and they might start to get a bit touchy about it. Well, look, I mean, there's cer certain things on your car that maybe you can live without fixing. Air conditioning, if that's broken, you can live without that. But an oil leak is pretty serious. Well, I'm not a mechanic here and I could be extremely wrong. But the way <laughs> I like to look at it is like, well, because the oil leaks out and then I just fill it up again and I'm like changing the oil basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty confident it's not quite that simple. I'm pretty confident it isn't either, but that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> okay. Now, this is my solution. This is what I've started doing. Yeah. Uh, you may have noticed tonight I'm parked a little bit further away. I noticed this last night, actually, as well. Yes. You parked right down the end of the car park, like inconveniently far. This is what I figure. If I put an oil stain on every car park, <laughs> they won't be able to narrow it down to me. <laughs> I mean, there's a downside. What's that? Well, you just spoke about it on air. What? Oh, yeah, right. I don't think anyone listens. It's fine. <laughs> This is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Dom, this is our first week of this late night show. And yes. we want to do the best for this radio show. Uh, problem is, we don't have much money. You might notice some of the biggest shows. They get billboards, they get yes. TV ads, this sort of thing. Unfortunately, our marketing department is just about the same as our wages. It's very, very <laughs> minimal. And fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Absolutely fair enough. We're on at 10pm. Uh, it's very fair. And to be honest, we're not very good. No. <laughs> We're paid what we're worth. You're not going to market this show, really, if we're honest. What we want to do, though, is do a bit of grassroots marketing. Exactly. We can't have the billboards, but what we can do is go from the bottom up. Exactly, Zach. And you might know at this time of night, one of the biggest places that's a hive of activity are the 7-Elevens around Brisbane. This is our idea. Maybe instead of a billboard, we could call 7-Eleven mm. and just ask them if they can put us on in store. Yes. And then maybe that will boost the listeners a little bit. Absolutely. It's our little marketing campaign. We've got 7-Eleven uh, Green Slopes here, Zach. I'll just put the number in, see if we can uh, do some marketing. Good evening, 7-Eleven Green Slopes. Oh, hi. It's Zach and Dom here from Hit 105. What's your name? I'm Ruby. Hey, Ruby, we have a favour to ask you. We've just started a late night show on Hit 105 and we're wondering if you could pop it on in store. Sorry? Do you have a radio that plays in the store? Yes, we have. Yes, okay. What, what station is it tuned to? Uh, let me check. Actually, I just... Okay, you go check. All right, we'll just wait. We'll see you. She checks that. Hopefully we hear back at 105.3. Uh... 105.3? Yes! Oh, yes, Ruby, thank you so much. You're actually on 105.3 at the moment. Oh, Yes, yeah. yes, oh, Ruby. That's really good. Yes. Can you do us another favour, Ruby? When people come in, do you reckon you could ask them to turn on 105.3 in their cars as well? Yeah. You can yes. do that, Ruby. So, we go. so you're happy to work in our marketing department for us? Yeah, I'm very happy to work. Oh, thank you very much, Ruby. We really appreciate that. You're a bit of a hero. Thank you so much. No worries. For the late night Macca's run, this is Collective Noun on Hit 105. Every radio show, TV show, newspaper, basically every media organisation that's out there is trying to break news first. 
We are no exception, Dom. No. And well, I don't want to say that um, we're pushing to break the news, but really we are. Well, see, this is the thing. It's a competitive minefield out there. You know what I mean? You've yes. just got to, either you compete or die, basically. Yeah, if you're not breaking the news, you're falling behind, Dom. That's it. So we spend all day, every day out there as journalists seeking the, the leads, getting the exclusives so we can bring them to you right here. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News today, Beyonce did a whole stage show underwater. It's a little bit harder to breathe, so it was hard doing all the choreography and singing at the same time. Also, Jared Haynes spoke about the new iPhone 7 Plus. Now, after a while, you start to, start to realise how heavy it is, four or five kilos, so it's, it's pretty heavy. And Kanye West got a part-time job at doing roadworks. I know how to make perfect, but yeah. that's not what I'm here to yeah. do. I'm here to crack the pavement and make new grounds. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Now, Dom, it has been spring for about a week now, which, mm. if anyone's afraid of birds, it means danger. It's the killing season. I was walking home from the shops mm. just yesterday, and I heard a whoosh behind my ear. Oh, that, that is among the more terrifying sounds you can hear in the world. Magpie attack. Yes. That's what it means. That's the alarm bell that goes off. <laughs> so, you know, like in a submarine when they get hit and it's like, <laughs> rrr, rrr, rrr. that's the swoosh you hear behind. It's like everyone to your battle stations. This yes. is going down. But the worst thing about the swoosh is by the time you hear it, it's too late. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. not really much you can do. About you can't do that thing where you duck. You do a little bit, but even then you, it still gets you. So I swing around. Mm. <laughs> you swing around. Yeah. I'm confronting it. Oh, wow. Now, don't they pick out eyes sometimes? Well, but as you say, though, they've just swooshed me. That's so I'm, true. I'm going to see what's happening. Right, okay, yep, yep. No magpie in sight. Okay. I look over about 10 metres away. About <laughs> at my eye height is a magpie <laughs> with its back turned, looks over its shoulder, makes eye contact. <laughs> oh, wow. Right? Right. Now, I'm not an animal expert, but I think that was a warning shot. And I think he was trying to send me a message. See, I I do think they actually do this. So they'll swoop a little bit above you if it's a warning shot. And the lower they get. Now, I know this because I have been swooped many times in my life. In fact, I half wonder if the magpies have a a yearly convention where they they target me. I'm a picture up there. You're 100% true, Dom, because Hmm. I remember I had an ongoing beef with um, a magpie in a street I grew up in. Right. And so I Googled it. And unless Wikipedia was wrong, there's cycles. And in this week and next week, I don't think they swoop to peck, right. and then as it gets further along, they start getting closer and closer until they peck. So That's when, my understanding. When the babies are most at risk is when they'll actually get aggressive. I, I guess so. That's really interesting. I've got to say, uh, I kind of feel like someone, somehow we need to figure out how magpies communicate with each other and send a message to the magpie world that we don't care about their eggs. Exactly, because this one gave me a look. And to be honest with you, it's one of those things where if he had hurt me, that would have been physical. Yep. But this was emotional. <laughs> and I feel like that it was... <laughs> That's something that will stay with me because the way that magpie made eye contact with me, it was terrifying. It's like if if someone gives you a bit of road rage glare. Do you know that look? Like if if you somehow do something bad on the road and they just stare at you and you feel their their judgment and their anger and their hatred at you. There's something weird about magpies as well where they're, even though they're a small bird, they're kind of intimidating. (laughs) They are. They've got a big chest. It puts you in an interesting position because if someone in this world is angry at you or mad at you for whatever reason, the natural human instinct is to try and (laughs) patch things up and and make things good again. This is my question. Yes. He was obviously, or she, I'm not sure which part of the feces sweep. Normally the mother's sweep, I think. Or she was obviously telling me, this is my turf, Mm. but that's the pathway I have to walk to the shops. (laughs) Right. What do I do now? It's like, it's a turf war. (laughs) They've marked their turn. Yep. Do I go in and go like, this is on, I'm going to push through, or do I let them have it? Uh, I think that there has to be a third way. 
Uh, I always like to think of the third way in this scenario, the more peaceful way where everyone can get what they want. Do I dress up as a magpie <laughs> and go inconvenient? I go undercover. <laughs> I'm the Paul Walker of the um, magpie world. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom on Hit 105. Guys, if you've listened to the podcast before, you'd know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. Mm, that's right, Zach. All you have to do is search for Collective Noun on iTunes, find the podcast, leave your five-star rating, that's your ticket into the forum, then write whatever you want and we read it out on the show. Now, Zach, we start this edition of the forum with Madsy, bro, who we've heard from a few times. Now, Madsy wants to address uh, something that has been on and off throughout the podcast throughout the past few months, which is the plain Mars bar scandal. Where you said, uh, I thought yeah. we'd put this to bed. I uh, see. I thought we had to. Maybe this is the epilogue. This is the epilogue of the. I hope it's pro. You hope it's pro. The story is on long haul flights down the back. There's a bowl of free Mars bars, chips, mm. lollies, uh, fruit. Yep. This mystical treasure trove of confectionery and other snacks, which I didn't believe existed. We had a blurry photo, which kind of suggested maybe it did. It was a bit of a Bigfoot photo, so I'm, you know, I'm not really convinced. But we did put it to bed. Madsy has made contact, though, to say it is actually a thing. So yes. he's on your side, Zach. Thank you, Madsy. She says, that's the final nail in the coffin, well, I think. Well, she says, look, if you go to one of the kitchens and ask a flight attendant if there are any snacks, they'll usually have a whole box full of different things there. Exactly. I was on a Qantas flight, and they had loads of Kit Kats. Exactly. Look. That's mm. name brand, Kit Kat. <laughs> uh, it's not exactly Mars, but it, it's if if someone said, "Hey, if you said, can I have a Mars bar?" and they said, "No, I have a Kit Kat," you'd be pretty happy with <laughs> this that. This is what interests me, though, Zach. Just as a general rule, do different airlines have a different brand of chocolate? Is it like Qantas? You get a Kit Kat. Emirates, you get a Mars bar. Uh, yes, and then <laughs> Tiger, you get Birdie Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> and it works its way down like that. <laughs> uh, we've also heard from Natalie. Thank you, Natalie, for leaving a review. And uh, Gigi's, we haven't heard from Gigi's before, I don't think, says that she enjoys listening to the podcast and would love to hear more from us, but she's in Melbourne. Okay. We haven't heard from many Melbourne podcasters, so welcome, But what Gigi's. does she mean she'd like to hear more? I don't like, know. Oh, I took it as she w- she has some sort of podcast quota. <laughs> And it's like, I can't listen to them all. I can only listen to one. Right. It's like you're dieting from podcasts. (laughs) But she does say, I'd love to hear more from you. And then in brackets, even though I'm in Melbourne, as if that is the reason she can't. Maybe she means live. She wants to hear the podcast recorded live, a.k.a. the radio show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, potentially. Well, look, GGs, you can always stream online, but, you know, this is the more direct way to get the podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you very much. We're also from Mad Reader 2308 They firstly say that uh, they've just finished listening to all the past podcasts, which I've got to say is an impressive effort. That's a hefty uh, bulk of podcasts. There's a few there. There's a few. They've also gone on to comment on the bus uh, public transport debate we've been having, Zach, about where buses rank in the order of uh, different types of transport. I'm very anti-bus. You share a similar but less vitriolic Uh, opinion, Dom. They say that they hate flying but don't mind catching the bus. That's such a weird That's opinion. Reverse. It's reverse. I mean, who hates getting on a plane but loves the bus? Well, maybe if you're afraid of flying or you have a particular problem with it. Uh, potentially. My thinking was this, that's been planted by the bus lobby. Yes. But they've heard this podcast. They've sent someone on social media to fight for buses. The only lobby in extra short shorts <laughs> and long socks. <laughs> 
That's how you know who they are when they're marching. That's when they're doing their rallies and you can only see them waist down. You're like, oh, that's the bus lobby. Exactly. Well, uh, look, uh, great to have you on board the bus lobby. At least you're listening. So welcome there. And uh, lastly, Sophie also comments on the bus thing. She said that this is the perfect podcast to listen to if you like to be the weird public transport person who laughs and smiles for the whole trip. So thank you very much, Sophie. But then goes on to say that uh, because it seems to be a trend, she's from Adelaide. So that's our third Adelaide listener, Zach. I think that might actually be more than any other location that we've now received. Um, and I give a shout out to Adelaide, mm. uh, my favorite town that I haven't visited. Exactly. It's number one on my list. Great place, Adelaide. You've been to Adelaide. I've been to Adelaide numerous times. They got all day breakfast, McDonald's all day breakfast before Brisbane did. Oh, those son of bitches. <laughs> How dare they? Well, because I was down there last December. We didn't have it at that stage, and everywhere was saying all-day breakfast. They also call um, kebabs gyros, I think it is, which is another name for kebab. Uh But, like, if you say the word kebab down there, people don't know what you're talking about. That's so interesting. Because sometimes I think that we speak the same language in different cities. (laughs) But not, obviously not. Adelaide and Brisbane have a few differences. Um, the, the cultural differences between Adelaide and Brisbane. <laughs> we could do. <laughs> we could do a lot of gear on this. Look, we could. We could. We won't. We, we were could. talking to some people the other day, Dom, up from Sydney. Mm. Uh, when we did that live video for KFC the other day, we had some people come up and help us from Sydney. Mm. And um, we were talking about Stefan the hairdresser. Oh, that's right. They had no idea. And this made me realise, is it only Queensland people who know about Stefan the hairdresser? Yeah. Well, it doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> As we said to them, Stefan is a famous hairdresser from Brisbane mm. who donated a sky needle. Yes. Um, a, pr- a pretty useless landmark. As strange as it sounds, <laughs> it's a needle that points into the sky. Mm. And uh, not very high and not in a very notable position and doesn't really work anymore. It's, it's a strange one. It's a very strange one. But look, if you are interstate or international, Google Stefan, S-T-E-F-A-N, the hairdresser. And maybe if we're talking about Adelaide, we could we could learn about the useless stuff in Adelaide. Do you have a useless landmark in Adelaide? In fact, any city that you're from, let yeah, us what's know. what's your useless landmark? Let's make this like the poor version of Getaway or something like that. We'll learn the useless thing in every city. And Steen, <laughs> this goes out to you, mate. I know you're in Canada. We, we want, want to know what's useless over there. What's useless in Canada, Steen? Uh, let us know. We will be uh, back next Monday night with another edition of the Collective Noun Forum. All you have to do is go to the iTunes store, search for Collective Noun, and it'll leave your five-star rating and whatever you want in the review. Zach, uh, you know that I had my brother's wedding uh, just over a week ago now, and you know that it infused me with the feelings of love. Yes. See, sometimes if you go to a concert, Dom, mm. uh, <laughs> you'd see the people up there, and you'd go away, and you'd say to your friends you went with, um, I'm going to start a band. Yes. What you've done, that was your first wedding, your yeah, brother's wedding. It was. You went to this wedding and you've gone, I'm going to get married one day. Exactly. And obviously I don't have the person to marry just yet. But no, that, but that doesn't even matter. Oh, that's, an irrel- that's a small detail yeah. on the whole love spectrum. So I've started a playlist on my phone called Love Songs. And that's the first step towards getting married, <laughs> well, I think. you're a married man. Did you do that before you met Sarah? Uh, no, I didn't do that. Um, but <laughs> I jumped a few I jumped a few steps. Okay, right. You know, if, looking back on it, I think like that was silly not to do that. I just want to go through some of the songs in my Love Songs playlist. But what are you hoping to get out of the Love Song playlist? Uh, oh, it just makes me feel great feelings. It makes me, I kind of think it, it might get my heart ready for love. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So in a similar way, when we're using that band analogy before, yes. it's like, well, you might make a playlist of the bands you like. And also someone might put on a pump up song before a sports game to get them ready to play sports. Okay. So this you're is... playing this before dates. <laughs> exactly. Oh, gee. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of Michael Bublé on there, naturally. Uh, sorry. Yep. <laughs> 
wrong with Bublé? Uh, you know my opinions of Bublé. Uh, we can deal with that one later. Um, I've got, there's this group who does like piano and violin uh, covers of great songs. So I've got them doing a few, uh, <laughs> they're called the Piano Guys. I've got them doing mm. a thousand years. Okay, and that's two misses. A song from Les Mis as well, the musical. Oh, Les Mis is good. That's good. Um, I've also got, and tell me what you think of this. I've got the entire soundtrack of About Time, my favorite romantic comedy. That is a good movie. You'll count that in? I'm coming back around. Okay. <laughs> Uh, on top of that, I actually <laughs> iTunes searched for wedding albums, but the reason I bring it up, Zach, yeah. uh, in general, is because on the way here last night, actually, I went through a Macca's drive-thru, and I had, do you know Canon in D? It's a very famous classical piece of music. Uh, no. You don't know Canon in D? No. Let's get a bit of, do you want me to get a bit of Canon in D up here? Uh, the first time classical music <laughs> has been played on Hit 105. This is Canon in D, uh, this song. Uh, maybe. You know it? It's a wedding classic, Canon in D. Anyway, I went through, I ordered my cheeseburger, and when I pulled up to pay at the window, she looked at me and I'm just like, evening. <laughs> uh, she's like, you need a Canon in head. <laughs> this is Collective Noun on Brisbane's Hit 105. Zach, we are just about to get out of here, uh, but in a few hours' time, I think three hours' time, the brand new iPhone launches or if, gets announced. If you're about to go to bed, um, when you wake up in the morning, there may be a new iPhone in the world. We never know for sure. You but, never know for sure. But people are pretty sure. But here's the thing is I think if you are planning on staying up for it, and I know our producer Michael is, mm. anyone who's planning on staying up for this announcement, you can go to bed now because I can tell you what it's going to be. Okay. Because they have the same formula at every new iPhone announcement. What are they I'm getting glared at by our producer who I don't think is going to agree with me. Slightly bigger. Yes. Slightly slimmer. Yes. Will be available in different colors. Yes, I've heard that. <laughs> and one inconvenient change. <laughs> Last year it was, it was the new, you know, port. True. Went from the larger one to the little small one to charge it. Today, this one's apparently going to be the headphone ports changing. I think that's pretty accurate, Dom. The, what I've no, I've heard about the new colours as well, have you heard this? No. There's going to be two different types of black. Piano black, <laughs> which is like a shiny black. And this okay. is, without a word of a lie, this is the article I read this afternoon. They're thinking there's going to be a dark black. A dark black? <laughs> Otherwise known as black, guys. <laughs> you can't get any darker. <laughs> Well, look, uh, good luck to everyone who... Oh, in fact, no one will be staying up. Who needs to now that you've had our take on it? Exactly, yeah. Surely that's all you need. Uh, we will be back tomorrow night from 10pm. Uh, as always, podcast available on our Facebook page. Search for Collecting Down on Facebook. Uh, or on iTunes as well, Zach. Uh, for all the great stuff you missed. <laughs> uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Goodbye. See ya, mate. You've just heard Collective Now. Now see them as well. Videos online at facebook.com forward slash collective noun comedy.